in the previous verse Prahlad Maharaj explained evam sudhiyo viramanti shabdat evam vimrishya sudhiyo viramanti shabdat considering this considering what evam na guna na gunino mahat adayo ye three modes of nature and the deities of three modes of nature guninaha they also cannot understand you five senses cannot understand you human beings cannot understand you demigods cannot understand you so thus evam vimrishya understanding like this so that is why bhakti is meant for thoughtful people so impersonalists have created this notion that bhakti means those who are not able to follow the process of gyan yoga those who are not so wise they can follow this process of bhakti yoga for simple people less educated people sentimental people who cannot apply much intelligence who cannot think that god is formless okay god is having this form enjoy <laughs> you sing for him and then when you are perfect then you should give up attachment for this form also this is their philosophy this gyan yoga you leave your spiritual master spiritual master is like boatman when you cross the other side of the river you leave the boatman behind or do you tell boatman i'll come with me to my home no similarly spiritual master takes you to other side then you should get detached even from spiritual master so this is the philosophy of impersonalism you have to get get detached they also sing bhajans they also do deity worship but this deity worship this attachment to the form is just to begin the spiritual process it is boat all these forms of radha krishna lakshmi narayan sita ram they are boat so when you cross the river leave the boat behind then you leave the form you forget you have to detach yourself from this form also so how something can be formless how god can be formless yes that is why it is meant for gyanis very wise person they can understand that god is formless those who are less intelligent you follow this bhakti but no here it is being told vimrishya vimrishya means after explaining entire bhagavad gita same word is spoken by krishna vimrishya etad asheshena completely ponder over it arjuna consider it very nicely what i have spoken and then yathechasi tathakuru then you do whatever you wish so thus bhakti is not meant for blind faith or sentimentalists that is why it is told when a person follows bhakti then what happens vasudeve bhagvati bhakti yoga prayojitah janyati ashu vairagyam gyanam chayadhetukam knowledge is generated by bhakti automatically it is not that first one has to become knowledgeable understand krishna that is one path which is very slow path you become very very wise and for many many births you do research and then you understand krishna another thing is even without understanding a person engages himself in service of krishna all knowledge will be revealed automatically so that is why it is told bhakti should be done in the foreground of knowledge and renunciation tashradhana muniyo gyan vairagya yuktaya pashyanti atmani chatmanam bhaktiya shruta grahitaya shraddhana means first of all shraddha little face should be there inquisitiveness should be there seriously inquisitive sage a student he is able to realize the absolute truth pashyanti atmani he is able to realize his own self and the supreme self pashyanti atmani chatmanam by his mind he is able to see the self the spirit soul how bhakti ashruta grahitaya by executing bhakti but not sentimental bhakti shruta grahitaya as it it is received from the shruti from the vedas so for bhakti there are many rules and regulations and strictly as per the scientific rules and regulations bhakti should be followed so in our country many people follow bhakti but most of it is sentimentality it is not based on the rules and regulations instructions of shruti the vedas so shruta grahitaya bhakti should be done as per shruti strictly rules and regulations have to be followed and then it is told gyan vairagya yuktaya bhakti should be done along with gyan and vairagya renunciation strong renunciation is required i am doing bhakti but i am very much attached to my job my occupation my temporary family then i will not make advancement 
So complete detachment should be there, vairagya and knowledge should be there. What is matter? What is spirit? What is absolute truth? So complete knowledge is required if one wants to attain perfection by bhakti yoga, jnana, vairagya, yukti, it is very much required. But one does not need to cultivate knowledge separately. When a person engages in service of Krishna, it produces jnana and vairagya. And on that platform, when bhakti is done with jnana and vairagya, which are produced by bhakti only, one can attain perfection. So initially, jnana vairagya is not there, does not matter. Engage in service of Krishna. And by engaging in service of Krishna, jnana vairagya will come. And then when bhakti is coupled with jnana and vairagya, it leads to pashyanti atmani. One is able to see the soul and the supreme soul. So because bhakti cannot otherwise be understood by the modes of nature, controller of the modes, any of the senses, any of the species, even the wisest species, that is why viramanti shabdat, intelligent people, they stop this mental speculation. And what do they do? Prahlad Maharaj explains here. Tatte arhattama namastuti karma puja shat angayakim. So Prahlad Maharaj explains. They engage in the shat angaya, six kinds of devotional service to understand you. So thus Prabhupada is explaining this shloka from the, it is in the Mundukopanishad, I think in Katopanishad also. Nayam atma pravachane na labhya. Atma, the self or the super self. God cannot be understood by atma pravachane na, by delivering great lectures. One cannot understand God. If one is very wise, one is very intelligent, na medhaya, as we discussed, Brahma also could not understand, Guninah cannot understand, controller of the entire world, the three modes. So by having great intelligence, that is not the qualification for understanding Krishna. Naiva bahuna shrutena, you read various kinds of Vedic literatures, then also you will not be able to understand. Then who can understand God? God is understood by a person with whom God is pleased. And what is the process of pleasing God? Yomad bhakta same priyaha, Krishna has mentioned at the end of 12th chapter, who is dear to him? Krishna does not mention jnani is dear to me, karmi is dear to me, yogi is dear to me. Yomad bhakta same priya, bhakti maan same priyo naraha. Everywhere at the end of 12th chapter you read, devotee, 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 devotee is dear to me. And who is the dear most devotee that Krishna mentions at the end of the Bhagavad Gita. That is a preacher of Krishna consciousness. Na chatasmat manusheshu me priya krittamaha. So thus if we want to understand Krishna, we have to engage in service of Krishna. And service of Krishna, best service is preaching. Krishna becomes immediately pleased by it. So thus if we preach Krishna consciousness, then very soon we can understand Krishna. So here are six kinds of Bhakti Prahlad Maharaj is explaining. First is Stuti. Stuti Karma Puja means worshipping Krishna by Stuti and Karma. By offering prayers and by the results of one's work. Prabhupada breaks it into and Prahlad Maharaj also breaks it into three elements. So offering prayers to Krishna. So this is very important. What kind of prayers we offer? Not like people are, you know, somebody thinks I am a poet. Let me compose some nice prayers for Krishna. No. Unless we are Paramahansa, we cannot understand Krishna, prayers will be on mundane platform. So thus in order to please Krishna, one should try to recite the prayers which are mentioned in Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Bhagavad Gita, prayers, Arjuna is offering his prayers in Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam is full of prayers, so is Chaitanya Charitamrita, Brahma Samhita. So such prayers we should offer. So thus when Prabhupada found some devotees were discussing something in the other room, so Prabhupada called them, what are you talking about? So, no, Prabhupada, we are discussing about that devotee. So, Prabhupada told this life is very short. This devotee and that devotee don't waste time like this. So, Prabhupada told earlier, you, whenever you are getting time, you are memorizing the shlokas. Why you are not doing now? So, try to memorize the shlokas and then chant when you have time. So, thus Prabhupada was, in Gurukul, Prabhupada was stressing a lot that all these children, they should recite Bhagavad Gita every day. They should be able to do it by heart. Prabhupada tells the impression goes in the subtle body and it goes on in the next life as well. <clears throat> Thus we see the example of Gajendra. Gajendra was an elephant. And then we see elephant is offering prayers to Krishna. How elephant is able to offer prayers to Krishna? 
because in previous life he was Maharaj Indradyumna. So thus going back to God, it is not easy. So thus in Bhagavatam it is mentioned. Why Dhruv Maharaj is so famous? In Bhagavatam Prabhupada mentions in the purport because in history of mankind, nobody has been able to go back to God in single lifetime. <laughs> in history of mankind, nobody has been able to go back to God in single lifetime. So people talk of long-term planning. So going back to God, it takes planning of many, many lifetimes. Even if you have to go to Brahma Loka, then you have to do pious activities, follow the Vedic rules and regulations for how many lives? 100 lives. 100 lives, if you strictly follow the Vedas, then you will achieve Brahma's position. And it is so difficult to follow rules and regulations strictly for 100 lives. Thus, sometimes there is nobody who is eligible to take post of Brahma. So, Krishna comes and takes position of Brahma. He incarnates as Brahma. So, very difficult to become Brahma. And what to speak of going back to Godhead? So, it is very difficult. So, thus Dhruva Maharaj's example, this case study is mentioned in Bhagavatam. He was able to go back to Godhead in one lifetime. And then it is mentioned, the great stalwart devotee Bharat Maharaj, he also took three lifetimes. He took birth as a deer, again took birth in a Brahmin family, then he was able to go back. So thus in one lifetime it is very, very, it is, just imagine, it is being mentioned in the history of mankind. Nobody has been able to attain, attain this feat before Dhruva Maharaj. And what does Srila Prabhupada tell us? We chant 16 rounds, follow 4 regulative principles. No power in the world can stop you from going back to Godhead. <laughs> no power in the world can stop you. So thus, this is the mercy of pure devotee. That is why it is told, Paramahansa gatau labheta. Bhaktim jana paramahansa gatau labheta. So Krishna and devotional service to Krishna, it is a property of pure devotee. So pure devotee is akinchan. Akinchan means... We all have certain desires here. Little more money. Little more education. Little more food. <laughs> little more sleep. <laughs> little we want. So one who does not even have little desire, little possessions here, he is called Akinchana, who has got no wealth, no material desires. Namo Akinchan Vittaya Kunti Marani tells. One who has got no wealth, he also has got certain wealth. So what is this meaning? What is the meaning of this verse? So that wealth is Krishna. So Krishna is being offered respect, says you are the wealth of the person who has no wealth. So Bali Maharaj was proprietor of all the three worlds, but when he offered everything to Krishna, he became proprietor of Krishna. Krishna became his doorkeeper. So thus by holding on to this little wealth, what we are missing in life? We are missing Krishna. Krishna is willing to offer us a Prabhupada Yes, it is the shloka in Bhagavad Gita. Ye yathamam prapadyante tam tathayava bhajami aham. As you surrender, so do I reciprocate. So Prabhupada tells Krishna is telling, you offer whatever you have to me, then I will offer whatever I have to you. <laughs> so what we have? <laughs> what is our possession? We are small living entity. But whatever we have, if we decide I will offer to Krishna, then Krishna also decides. Yes. So whatever I have, I will offer to you. And Krishna himself becomes the wealth of a person who has got no wealth. Namu akinchan vittaya. Nivritta gunavrittaye. Atma Ramaya Shantaya Kaivalya Pataye Namaha. So such a person is called Paramahansa who has got no tinge of material desire here. They are called Nirgrantha. So there are two kinds of Paramahansas. Those who are freed from all the material desire, they are called Nirgrantha. Nirgrantha means who are beyond Grantha. They don't need to read the Vedas, understand the Vedic literatures. And it also means they are not bound 
by the rules and regulations of the Vedas, they can do anything and everything. They are called Nirgrantha, liberated personalities. Nirgrantha api urukrame, but there are two kinds of such liberated personalities. One liberated personality is impersonalist, they are also Paramhansas. Those who do not know about form of Krishna, but they are also able to come to transcendental platform. But such transcendental platform is not permanent. If they don't understand the personality of Godhead, then they come down from that platform. So these liberated personalities who have no attraction for material form, material qualities, material activities, material socialization, they also like to hear, they also get attracted by the form, they also get attracted by the society of whom? Of Lord Krishna and his devotees. Thus it means Lord Krishna and his devotees, they are not conducted by the three modes of nature, they are liberated personalities. Thus it is told, Nirgrantha apyurukrame kurvanti ahetuki bhaktim. They also engage in service of Krishna. So such Paramhansa who is a pure devotee of Krishna, he is able to understand Krishna. So thus he can very easily, because Krishna is his wealth. So if a person is having wealth as his possession, he can give it to anybody and everybody he wishes. So thus Paramansa, if he is pleased, immediately he can give Krishna love of Krishna to whomever he wishes to. So thus human life is meant to find such a Paramhansa spiritual master and then please such a Paramhansa spiritual master. So Suti, Karma, Puja, these activities should be executed. We should offer prayers. In the service of Krishna, we should offer the results of our activities for Krishna. We should worship Krishna and then acting on behalf of Krishna. Smriti Charana Yoho, thinking of the lotus feet of Krishna. When we can act on behalf of Krishna, then we can always think of Krishna. Otherwise, it is not possible to work for Krishna. So that is why the first business is Srila Prabhupada explains Samrish Maharaj. What was the situation of Amrish Maharaj? Savai Manha Krishna. Padar Vindayo, he mentioned his mind on the lotus feet of Krishna. So this practice has to be done. Fixing the mind always on lotus feet of Krishna. Otherwise, what is the difference between a materialist and a spiritualist? Spiritualist is also earning money, materialist is also earning money, but spiritualist is earning for Krishna. So one can do any activity for Krishna only when one is able to think of Krishna. Otherwise, even though one is serving Krishna, we are not thinking of Krishna, mundane desires may come in our heart. We may engage in service of Krishna for getting popularity in the society of devotees. Or again, the desires for wealth may take place in the heart, may arise in these, these are called weeds. So that is why always thinking of lotus feet of Krishna is important, very important. And how do we achieve this? By this process only. By offering prayers to Krishna, by worshipping Krishna and offering the results of activities to Krishna. So when we do this, acting on behalf of Krishna, very, very important, then we are able to remember the lotus feet of Krishna. To understand for what am I following this process? What is the next process? What is the next step I should try to attain? So by doing all these things, things nicely, I should be able to see Krishna always within my heart. This position should be attained. If remembrance of Krishna is not increasing in our heart, it means I am not advancing on the satvic platform. The more we advance in Sattva Guna, the more remembrance will increase. And when the devotee is on Shuddha Sattva platform, then always one is able to see Krishna within the heart. Smriti Charana Yoho. And then, final element is Kathayam, Shamanam Kathayam. Always hearing about Krishna. So the six kinds of activities have to be executed in order to please Krishna. But there is one more very important step to attain perfection in these six kinds of devotional services. And what is that step? So it is such a simple process. Anybody can do that. The prayers are there. We can offer the prayers. We can worship Krishna. It is very easy. Show some flowers to Krishna, incense to Krishna. So very easily we can do it. Hearing about Krishna, we can do it very nicely. But why people are not do, able to do it? 
why they are not able to even though they do it sometimes but they leave it or even after doing they are not able to make advancement why they don't become serious sinless yes because they are not sinless so how to become sinless that is why we chant the shloka before reading or hearing bhagavatam nashta prayeshu abhadreshu nityam bhagavat sevaya so this is very very important point Prabhupada mentions we have to note very carefully Prabhupada tells here in this verse in order to become free from nashta prayeshu abhadreshu one is not able to advance because people tell there are so many rules and regulations no I cannot do it no Prabhu it is too tough for me let me enjoy in this life next life I will <laughs> so people tell so many rules and regulations are there it is too tough why there should be so many rules and regulations? Because people are not able to have clarity because of this Abhadras. Thus the last statement is very important. If one wants to be liberated, rather last word is most important. If one wants to be liberated from the pangs of material existence, he should take to devotional service for quick attainment of this goal. So Prabhupada mentions for quick attainment of this goal. So if a person sets any goal here, as somebody was telling, so now we are using these wonderful MacBooks, Apple instruments. So why this name Apple came? Some people tell, because Steve Jobs was just eating fruits when he was launching this product or starting his company. Why he was eating fruits? Because if you eat grains, then you feel drowsy, sleepy. You are not able to work with efficiency. So the karmis are so passionate. So he was on a fruit diet for a very long time. So when the time came to decide the name for the product, so Apple came into his mind. <laughs> so I do not know what is truth behind this. I just heard from third party. But nevertheless, we do understand that karmis do work very hard. They regulate their diet, they regulate their sleep. How much they regulate? Bollywood, Hollywood actors, actresses, how much control of tongue they have. <laughs> so tapasya is required. Tracking mundane exam, how much tapasya people do for years together, away from family, living in a small room, spending lot of money, away from all distractions. Why? Because they have a goal in life. So when people have goal in life, automatically they take to austerities. And why do people have goal in life? Because they are absolutely clear. If I attain this, I will be happy. So such understanding we are not able to develop about Krishna, about Krishna consciousness. So thus we are not able to have Krishna, devotional service of Krishna as the goal of our life. If that becomes our goal, then Prabhupada tells automatically all austerities will come very, very easily. Very easily one is able to give up when money, that is why when Prabhupada mentions the last verse of 11th chapter is the essence of Bhagavad Gita. What is that verse? Mat karma krin, mat parmo, mat bhakta sang varjitaha. Mat karma krin. Do your all work for me. Mat parmo, make me the goal of your life, Krishna tells. Similarly, 18th chapter, as we discussed some classes before. So in 18th chapter, Krishna tells, Chetasas Sarva Karmani Mai Sanyasya Mat Paraha Mat Paraha, make me the goal of life. So thus, this goal setting is very very important. Just like that, Karmis are so much enthusiastic. So Prabhupada mentions in Narad Bhakti Sutra. So we need not read it, but the first few verses Prabhupada has translated and given purports. So those can be read. So, Prabhupada mentions, I think it's the fifth verse in the purport of Narad Bhakti Sutra. First, while one should not be enthusiastic to attain material achievements, one should be very enthusiastic to attain the perfectional stage of devotional service. So, one should not be enthusiastic to attain material achievements because this life is temporary, a dream. Why we are working so hard? just to satisfy some people who are also temporarily in a dream. There is no need. Everything will pass away. Everything will go away. 
So if one is very enthusiastic to attain material goals, that is called illusion. Because it is temporary, everything will pass. Now our school time has passed. We were working so hard to impress others in our schools. But now it does not matter. All the efforts that we put, we were recognized or not recognized. It is of no use, no significance. Similarly, all the recognition for which we are working hard, it will be of no significance. Because it is temporary. So thus Prabhupada mentions, but we have to be cautious. While one should not be enthusiastic to attain material achievements, one should be very enthusiastic to attain the perfectional stage of devotional service. This enthusiasm, if you utilize it properly, it will give immense production. Therefore, enthusiasm should be purified. Instead of employing enthusiasm for attaining material goals, one should be enthusiastic about achieving the perfectional stage of devotional service. Indeed, enthusing his devotees in devotional service is the purpose for which Krishna descends to this material world. Just to give enthusiasm to us, that is the only purpose. Motivational speakers are here to enthuse us into material goals. Krishna comes here to enthuse us for spiritual goals. There is no other purpose of Krishna coming here. All the devotees, entire Bhagavatam is trying to enthuse us to attain much spiritual perfection. That is why there, is, there are so many shlokas. Prahlad Maharashtra's Labdva Sudurlabham Idam Bahu Sambhavante After many many repeated births and deaths, you have got this human form of life which is very very rare. Sudurlabham so, Tūrnam yatet na patet anumrityu. Yavan Tūrnam is with great haste. Yateta, you should endeavor. You should endeavor with great haste. Tūrnam anumrityu yavan na pateta. Before you fall down to death, death can happen anytime. Then you will not be able to attain perfection once you leave this human form. If you get into other body. So, do not miss this chance. Sense enjoyment will always be the same thing what our parents told us. Beta, you can enjoy always. Now you study very nicely. <laughs> this 10th class will not come again. Or this exam will not come again. <laughs> These movies will be there. <laughs> Your sports will be there. So Prahlad Maharaj is telling the same thing. Sense enjoyment will always be there. You will not be without body. You will always have bodies. So there is no dearth of sense enjoyment, but in this life, please dedicate it for spiritual perfection. And Tūrnam with great haste it should be performed, as we are discussing yesterday. Where is Ashtesh? So which all things we postpone in our life? For many things they get postponed. Hmm? Important things also get postponed. For months sometimes or for years they get postponed. Somebody has to spend, send rocket to space. By chance he will be able to send? <laughs> Let me know <laughs> in the aerospace lab. <laughs> One day I will take rocket to space. No, it will never happen. Rigorous planning is required. Many, many obstructions will come. There will be obstruction by the government. There will be obstruction by other competitors. There will be obstruction by scientific impediments, challenges, struggle in health, struggle with respect to so many things. All these struggles have to be overcome with planning and determination. Then a person is able to reach even material space. So if you have to reach spiritual space, how much more planning and determination and goal setting is required? So the same enthusiasm is required. We should always be thinking, when will I attain this perfection? And this is the only price which we pay for spiritual perfection, enthusiasm. Same spirit for attaining spiritual perfection. This is the only price. If this enthusiasm is there, everything is arranged by Krishna. So while one is discouraged <clears throat> not to be enthusiastic about material achievement because this life is temporary, somehow we should pass, save maximum time possible for Krishna consciousness. At the same time, while one is being discouraged to follow material goals, one should be very enthusiastic for spiritual perfection. Unless we are enthusiastic, not possible. Because Maya will support everything. But the main task of Maya is to stop us from attaining spiritual perfection. 
That is why Prabhupada tells, this devotional service is declaring war against Maya. War means every moment there is chance of attack and death. That is why it is told. Shurasya dharya. It is like razor's edge, very sharp, little inattention there is. Thus Prabhupada tells, there is fall down even from liberated platform. Due to inattention on liberated platform, many great souls have fallen down. So one should be so attentive in remembering lotus feet of Krishna and spiritual master always. So even on liberated platform, there is inattention, person falls down. Shurasya, spiritual life is so dangerous. So thus we see somebody is following Krishna consciousness very nicely. He is very enthusiastic, chanting 16 rounds, preaching very nicely. Suddenly he goes away and forgets Krishna consciousness. Little inattention, one mistake, Prabhupada, one fall down and there is gap of millions of lives. So it could be very, very dangerous. So of course, if one falls down from the path of Bhakti Yoga, one is still safe. He gets, but if one falls down from other processes, then one does not know. Finished. So thus Maya's entire business is to stop us from advancing in spiritual perfection. So how much careful one should be? How much determined one should be? So unless we plan very nicely for spiritual, we desire very, very strongly, I have to attain perfection. It is not an easy thing. In history of mankind, nobody was able to become perfect in one life before Dhru Maharaj. And we are trying for that perfection. So although by mercy of Prabhupada, because he is a Paramansa, Krishna is the property of Paramansa, his pure devotees. But still, we have to be very, very careful. We have to be very enthusiastic nevertheless. So that is why Prabhupada mentions, people are not able to understand that this spiritual life is goal. Mat paraha, this is the essence of Bhagavad Gita. Mat karmakrin, work for me, make me the goal. So thus Prabhupada, simply if we are hearing Bhagavatam without the desire, I have to understand, it will not be effect, much effective. So that is why Prabhupada, hearing, reading should be done in the association of devotees. Discuss with the devotees. Try to understand, we should hear. To understand, yes, what will I learn today? What is the subject matter? Then hearing will be very quickly effective. So because people are not able to have this clarity that Attaining pure devotional service, this platform of perfection, love of God, it is the goal of life. They think rules and regulations are difficult. So when this clarity is there that this is the goal of life, then person will be very enthusiastic. Let me know what more I can do, what more I can follow, what more I should give up. But this clarity does not arise in the heart. One is not able to make Krishna goal of life because of lack of knowledge, because of abhadras in the heart. And these abhadras are destroyed by nasht prayeshu abhadreshu nityam bhagavat sevaya, not bhagavan sevaya. This is very important Prabhupada to note. So it is not being mentioned nityam bhagavan sevaya. You engage in service of bhagavan and then you will be free from abhadras. No, nityam bhagavat sevaya. What is bhagavat sevaya? Bhagavat means anything which is connected to bhagavan. That is called bhagavat. That is why it is told in Shiva Puran, Padma Puran, when Mother Parvati is asking Shiva, of all the Aradhanas, all the worships, which worship is topmost, which worship is best? So what does Lord Shiva tell? Vishnu worship is best. Aradhananam Sarvesham Vishnu Aradhanam Param. Tasmat Parataram Devi, but higher than that is Tadiyanam Samarchanam, worshipping Tadi. Tadiyanam is same as Bhagavat. Anything which is in connection with Krishna, that is called Tadiyanam. So that is why we worship Tulsi Maharani, the Tulsi plant. So Tulsi Maharani in the form of plant, she is Vrinda Devi, the intimate gopi of Krishna. She has incarnated in the form of plant. So because this Tulsi plant, so one famous uh, philosopher, so-called philosopher who is very famous for taking message of Sanatana Dharma to West, he tells what is the use of Tulsi plant? An egg plant is better. Bagan is better. Because by eating Tulsi, you don't get fed. By eating Bagan, at least your stomach is full. So such kind of logics people give. <laughs> so
so thus people do not have idea so tadiyanam so this is very important why do you worship tulsi plant because it is in connection with krishna why do you worship vrindava sevaya so that is why it is very important many people they do deity worship in our country many people they chant the names of krishna but who has been able to even develop the desire of pure devotional service only the person who has learnt to serve a paramansa who has found a paramansa and served paramansa otherwise same attachments they remain always mundane attachment family attachment attachment to wealth attachment to bad habits they always remain in the heart because bhagavat seva a person has not able to engage himself in the service of bhagavat so thus first of all one should find paramhansa and then engage in the service of paramhansa then nashta prayeshu abhadreshu all the abhadras will be cleansed from the heart lust and greed will go away from heart one will understand non significance of material goals and attainments clarity great clarity will come one will be able to understand yes attaining perfection of spiritual life should be the only goal then bhaktir bhavati naishtiki then a person becomes fixed up naishtiki means fixed up and then when a person becomes fixed up i have to do bhakti this is the only goal of life then ruchi statha then a person gets taste in devotional service then one is able to advance very very fast so thus these are very important things first of all one has to engage in the six kinds of devotional service so if you are not able to do please try to engage try to memorize the prayers various prayers are there brahma samhita ishvara parama krishna sachidananda vigraha sarvakaran karanam prahlad maharaj kunti maharaj dhruma kunti marani dhruva maharaj so all such wonderful prayers are there we should try to memorize and then come in front of deities and then offer in front of deities so this is very important reveal your heart to the deities so stuti offering prayers is very important and then of course hari krishna mantra is also a prayer we should go on 24 hours krishna please save me from maya engage me in your service in this mood hari krishna mantra should be chanted it is a form of prayer and then second is offering the results of one's activities is very important so please don't stick to your money what this money will give give us some comfort for this we are sacrificing our krishna consciousness our eternal perfection we are as rich as krishna we are forgo- uh, stuck in this material we have forgotten we are as beautiful as krishna we are associates of krishna so simply sticking on to that little money is holding us back in this material world so why we don't offer it to krishna and revive our of course that should not be our desire i want to enjoy that opulence no i simply want to please krishna but this is the understanding when we attain spiritual perfection we become established in our original position in our original form we are as opulent as krishna as powerful as krishna prabhupada is just like all the supreme court judges they are equally powerful but chief justice is given it is told he is first among the equals they are all equal but he is first among the equals in a similar fashion in vaikuntha everybody understand everybody is equally powerful krishna is so merciful but they understand he is first among the all our powers are dependent on krishna but krishna gives same opulence that is called sarshti same roop that is called sarupya but everyone understands that my position my power is because of krishna otherwise krishna gives the same thing just like father gives all his opulence to his child so thus we have to understand why we are sticking what we will attain we will never be satisfied so thus please do not plan something let me save money for my future protection for maintaining my health so all these things are destined we will not lose health and if we are supposed to lose health we will lose health and if krishna wants us to lose health let us lose health maybe it is required for purification of our heart krishna wants us to die here so that we can take so there was one devotee he was very nicely krishna conscious and struggling very hard to follow krishna consciousness but somehow situations were very very unfavorable family was not favorable workplace was very far and unfavorable so many unfavorable circumstances but still he was very much determined to follow and then he died i think in road accident or something then the family members they went to prabhupad wife i think and children 
although they were not favorable before. Then Prabhupada told that he is very nicely engaged in Krishna consciousness. So although the person died, but that death was his arrangement for following Krishna consciousness very nicely. So that's why to protect this body, anyway we'll get next body. <laughs> there is no dearth of bodies. So why do we need to save extra money so that oh, if I get cancer, uh, the treatment is so expensive, how will I save myself? If I get some other disease, how will I save myself? What is the need of saving? <laughs> we'll get another body anyway and better body. <laughs> because we have followed Krishna consciousness in this life, our future body will be very, very good. We'll become devatas, we'll be controlling planets. <laughs> and then you continue worshiping Krishna there. So why do you want to save this body? So thus, please, it is my humble request, use your wealth in the service of Krishna. Otherwise, these senses are called plunderers. They take away our wealth, they take away our Krishna consciousness and throw us in ocean of ignorance. So live a minimalistic life, simple lifestyle. This was the life of Brahmanas. Voluntarily, they would live a poverty-stricken life. Otherwise, this wealth is intoxicating. Wealth and opposite sex, these are the biggest impediments in Krishna consciousness. So wealth is intoxicating. You get you more, more, I want more. So yes, earn more. Devotee should earn as much as possible wealth. But he should not think, I possess this thing. Use it for Krishna, no problem. But don't save it for your enjoyment. Live a very simple life. Use it. So this is called karma offering, worshipping Krishna by results of activities. And then worshipping, if we are not worshipping Krishna, Krishna's form, have a small picture of Krishna and then Prabhupada tells you offer some flower, immediately you will feel spiritual advancement. It is very simple and very powerful. Simply offer some flower, it's very easy to get to Krishna every day. Offer incense to Krishna, lamp to Krishna, immediately a person becomes, we can realize how peaceful we become as we have realized here. Immediately there is peace. We feel spiritual advancement. And of course we should not we should try to worship deities also. Initially, we should start with the frame, but Prabhupada tells deity worship is important. So sometimes the householders, they think, okay, deity worship is meant for temple devotees or we will know. Deity worship is specially for householders. Brahmacharis and sannyasis, they can do without. They are supposed to travel and preach. But especially householders, because we are living with family attachments can become very strong and entangling. So deity worship is must. So Prabhupada told, householders should take care of the deities, brahmachari, sannyasi should go out and preach. And thus, and, but I am not second initiated, how can I do deity worship? So it is required, we should become second initiated. So Prabhupada was telling in the lecture yesterday or day before. So when a person is little interested in Krishna consciousness, then we give him Harinam, first initiation. And then if he follows the rules and regulations very nicely, then we give him second initiation, Brahman Diksha, then he becomes my disciple. So one becomes disciple by second initiation. So that is real initiation Prabhupada tells. First is an introduction to Krishna consciousness. So thus one should be very eager, one should not be satisfied. First ho gaya, but second of Krishna dekhenge. When he wants to give. No. One should become Brahmana, follow the rules, regulations and then do deity worship is very important. Then we become actually disciple of Prabhupada. So worshipping puja is very important of Krishna and then when we do puja nicely, offer the results of our work to Krishna, offer prayers to Krishna, always chant Hare Krishna mantra 24 hours. If we execute these three things, what will happen? Smriti Charanayo, when we'll be able to think of lotus feet. All three are important. 24 hours offering prayers to Krishna, that is why I keep on chanting Hare Krishna. Then we have some results of our activities, offer that to Krishna and then third, third is Deity worship. If you do these three things, Smriti Charanayo, we'll be able to think of lotus feet of Krishna always. And then of course the process begins with Shravanam Kathayam, always hearing about Krishna. Hearing is first step. Then we'll be able to do. If we don't hear, there is lack of knowledge, then other process will not be. So Bhagavat Sevya. Bhagavat means especially person Bhagavat and book Bhagavat. So keep on hearing Bhagavat always. And keep on Bhagavat Seve also means serving the person Bhagavat and book Bhagavat both should happen. So engage in service of spiritual master, preach very nicely and then 
hear Bhagavatam always. Then when Paramhansa, spiritual master, is pleased with us. So it is very simple. We have to please a person, Paramhansa. Our spiritual master is also on the same platform, same absolute platform. So when I see form of Prabhupada, Prabhupada is there. When I think of Prabhupada, Prabhupada is there. The spiritual master Prabhupada is present wherever the disciple wants. So we can have constant association of Prabhupada by thinking of him always. So we have to just please Paramhansa spiritual master Srila Prabhupada. And if he is pleased then immediately we will get perfection of Krishna consciousness. And he is pleased by when we follow the rules and regulations very very strictly and spread this knowledge to us. Very simple. Follow rules and regulations and spread this knowledge preach to others. And then we are able to understand Krishna. We'll finish here. Any questions? Yes. <clears throat> yes. Yes. Why the real knowledge? Does not awaken. Yes. They are able to leave their spiritual master and deities in the form behind. Yes. 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 Why is it that real knowledge does not come in their heart? So the question is, as we discussed here, that uh, if you worship, you offer these prayers, then you are able to understand Krishna, real knowledge comes. But that is why the other important thing is, this bhakti, this six process should be as per Shruta Grahitaya, rules and regulations of Vedic literatures. And what is the instruction of Vedic literature? Bhagavat Sevaya, one has to engage in service of Parsan Bhagavat. Unless one approaches, that is why it is told, Putam Hari Kathamritam Shravanam Nayavakartavyam Sarpo Chishtha Yatha Payaha you never hear Bhagavatam from the mouth of a non-devotee. So that, thus if we are hearing from non-devotee and impersonalist, real knowledge will never awaken in that. Rather it will spoil our consciousness. So because they have not accepted a pure devotee spiritual master, that is why deity worship will not give perfection. Bhagavan Seva will not happen unless one is able to do Bhagavat Sevaya. That is why for deity worship one needs to be initiated by a bona fide pure devotee spiritual master. To chant Hare Krishna mantra successfully, one has to be initiated by a bona fide spiritual master. Because this bona fide spiritual master is missing in their life. They don't attain perfection even by worshipping the deities. Even by chanting Hare Krishna mantra, by doing all these things, they will not attain perfection. So that is why the prime necessity, entire advancement is dependent on the pleasure of spiritual master. Any other question? Online we can take. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, to find a true and pure devotee is very difficult. But it is easier to connect to the Lord. Many devotees prefer this, especially young, young devotees. So the question is, it is very difficult to find a pure devotee, but it is easier to connect to Lord. And many devotees, young devotees, they are able to, they follow this understanding. So... Actually, whatever is their understanding, connection, that is... Uh, not real connection. <laughs> connection means uh, we should be able to see a person. We are able to talk to some person. That is called connection. <laughs> so, okay. there is no connection. I am seeing uh, Virat Kohli playing cricket. Or playing uh, batting in the ground. I cannot tell I am connected. We are seeing him. And we will not be able to see Krishna also. Virat Kohli still we can see crude example. Krishna even cannot be seen like that. In order to see Krishna 1s23, just like a person who is not having perfect vision, uses specs or for larger distance, we use telescope. You are able to see 
the planets through your eyes but without telescope it is not possible so spiritual master is such transparent via media to see krishna just like without telescope we cannot see planets distant planets without spiritual master one cannot see krishna so whatever relation they are feeling that is hallucinatory only <laughs> so one has to find a spiritual master spiritual master is called transparent via media why krishna destroys our plans and also he gives us freedom to make plans so question is why krishna destroys our plan at the same time he gives us free will to make plans so yes that is why both are using free will <laughs> why krishna does not have free will <laughs> That is why it is told, man proposes, God disposes. Yes, you make your plans and if Krishna wishes, he will sustain it or he will break it. <laughs> what is the question? You can please ask again what you wish to ask in that connection. Some life insurance question somebody has asked. So, devotees sometimes if they become angry, do they forgive each other? And I came across such devotees who become angry and you don't forgive. How to deal with them? So, if we are having any anger towards such devotees, that should be given up. And if other devotees still angry with us, they have all the right to become angry. So, anger is not out of spiritual life. Rather, we need to use how to use, we need to learn how to use anger nicely. So if we don't become angry, if somebody is blaspheming Krishna or spiritual master or harming the resources of Krishna, so in such cases, some mischievous people are there in the world. To deal with them, one has to become angry. In order to correct the disciple, spiritual master has to become angry. So anger is not out of spiritual life, but one should know where to use anger only for the advancement in spiritual life. Anger should not be out of Self-satisfaction. If somebody has hurt my sentiments, if somebody has not shown me respect, I become angry. No, that should not be the cause of anger. Anger should only be for spiritual advancement. Somebody is abusing uh, Krishna's resources, I become angry. Somebody is harming his own spiritual life, then spiritual master becomes angry, devotees may become angry. So if in such circumstances somebody has become angry with us, then we should try to please devotees by all means. We cannot leave any devotee in such a situation. We should try to serve, go offer repeated requests, fall down at their feet, try to please the devotees. This is very important. And suppose there is some per personal conflict because we are not advanced in Krishna consciousness, then by chanting very nicely, pray to Krishna, then Krishna, please give me strength. How can I forgive this devotee? He did not behave nicely with me. So in this manner, we should try to settle the situation. So you mentioned two kinds of Paramahansa. Yes. You told one is Nirgrantha. Other one is? So I mentioned two kinds of the question is two Paramahansas. So one Paramahansa is Nirgrantha, which is another Paramahansa. So no, both are Nirgrantha only. But yes, some Nirgrantha, some Paramahansas are impersonalists. Then such uh, liberated devotees who are very advanced on the platform of Jnana Yoga, or Dhyan Yoga, they have attained perfection, just like Shukadeva Goswami, the four Kumaras. They are perfect yogis, perfect jnanis. When they came in touch with the form of Krishna, with the pastimes of Krishna, they became devotee Paramhansa. So one is impersonalist Paramhansa, another is devotee Paramhansa. There are two kinds of Paramhansas. Yes, we'll take. Before him, before him. Yes. Oh, it could be or it must be that he must be eternally liberated soul like that so the question is that uh, we hear of other devotees that Prahlad Maharaj or some other devotees so did they appear before Dhruva Maharaj or they appeared after Dhruva Maharaj so Prahlad Maharaj also was born in the beginning of creation he was 
the son of the first demons of the universe. At the same time, Dhruva Maharaj is also one of the foremost personalities of the universe because he was grandson of Brahma. So, who attained perfection? First, we have to check. But even though it is mentioned here that nobody attained perfection, there are some devotees who are Nitya Siddhas. So, other devotees also would have appeared here, but they are coming from spiritual world who are eternally Siddhas. But yes, before him, nobody has attained perfection in one life. Or they could have continued from previous lives than in this life. But in that life, it is mentioned clearly. In one lifetime, nobody has been able to attain perfection, what he did. Mayavadi cannot? Yes. 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 So the question is, when we talk of impersonalists, there are two categories. One is Mayavadi, and one who is uh, so Mayavadi generally we refer to. Although these terms are used interchangeably, impersonalist, Mayavadi, Mayavadi, impersonalist. So, but specifically, Mayavadi is a person who offends Krishna. So this kind of impersonalist, he never attains Krishna consciousness because he is offender of Krishna. But other kind of uh, impersonalist who is not offender of Krishna, he is able to attain perfection, Krishna consciousness. He was Mayavadi, but he was also delivered. So Prakashanan Saraswati was an offender of Krishna. He was, uh, but still Chaitanya Mahaprabhu delivered him also. So Krishna can deliver anybody. So the question is, when a person gets liberated of going back to Godhead in Golok Vrindavan, does one get spiritual body or one remains as a minute spirit soul, small atomic spirit soul? So when one goes back to Godhead Golok Vrindavan, one gets spiritual body. So the question is how to overcome family and career problem in Krishna consciousness because we are advancing. So we just have to realize all these problems are not problems at all. And family is not a family at all. <laughs> so only we have started calling. So very nicely in Bhagavatam it is mentioned. Mother is very, very much attached to this greater, greatest attachment, attachment of mother for child. So mother is very much attached to child. Why? Because mother is thinking this living entity is my offspring. But why the living entity you are considering as your offspring? Because he was there in the womb. So Bhagavatam mentions Sahodara. Sahodara means other living entities are also there in the womb. Many worms were there. Sometimes many worms also they come out. Of course now you have some pills by which worms are killed. Otherwise worms also come out when child takes birth. He was there in the womb. So why we are killing the worm? Why we are not considering worm as a child? Why we are not taking care of worm? If staying in the womb is criteria for any living entity to be your son. Worm is also there in the womb, no? Same soul is there. Correct? So we are taking pill to kill a worm and save another. Of course, now people are taking pill to kill child also. Situation has become so degraded. But why so much attachment is there? Because this living entity has taken shelter of my womb. So other living entities also there. Many worms are there. Why we don't raise them very nicely? Why we are not affectionate? We take deworming tablets. No. So only because of body, soul is same. Because one soul is there in human-like body. We think, oh, this is my son, my father, mother, husband. Other soul, same soul is there in different body, small body, we tell worm. We don't consider them children. So it is only hallucination, bodily concept of life. Somebody has come in the dress of a human being, I am calling son. Somebody has come in the dress of worm, I am calling worm, kill it. So same son will come in a different dress, we will kill it. And that is what happened, that is the law of karma. The enemy often takes birth as one's own son. It is told and it has happened. The brothers of Krishna, they were Kansa's son in previous life. So Kansa killed his own children in the next life. 
This is the law of nature. So where is this so-called affection? That same soul comes in different body, we'll be willing to kill them immediately. So that this is only hallucination. So thus for a devotee, there is no difference between family and non-family. For a devotee, everyone is family because everyone is part and parcel of Krishna. So when we say no difference does not mean devotee will hate his family, no. Rather a devotee is able to love family. In family there is always fight. Son is fighting with the father, father with the son, husband with wife, wife with husband. Everybody is fighting. Because actually they want their satisfaction. But a devotee is very much obliged. Hiran Kashbu wanted to kill Prahlad Maharaj. What to speak of small disagreement. But still Prahlad Maharaj prayed, My dear Lord, please deliver my father. So he was torturing him so badly. Here people are throwing their fathers off the building if they are those sponsor their foreign study. <laughs> people leave their fathers. But here Prahlad Maharaj is praying. The father who was hell-bent on killing him. So this is the son. He is always obliged. He understands everyone is part and parcel of Krishna and I am servant of Krishna. So I am servant of everyone. So thus a devotee actually loves his family members, loves everyone. He sees everyone as family. So thus this problem can be solved by advancing in Krishna consciousness because this is not a problem at all. If a person on the street disbehaves with us, shall we come in tension? I bus stop Has he got any relation with you? <laughs> but some close person does not talk to us, we become disturbed. Because we are thinking, he is a stranger, he is a close person. So only because of this differentiation which is based on bodily concept, we become disturbed. So we should not become disturbed like this. Understand there is nothing called family here. What is the job? Why we are getting disturbed? We have to maintain family that is maintained anyway. And if there is disturbance, you join the movement. We'll take care. <laughs> Just promise you'll do Mangalarti every day. Follow four regulatory principles. Stand 16 rounds. So we will take care. <laughs> so maintenance is not an issue. Anybody who's having maintenance as issue, come and join. And we will take care. So the issue is that we are greedy. We are not satisfied with simple food which is available in the ashram. Simple dress which is available. It is very easy. So all of us are struggling not because of any other thing. The struggle is because of lust and greed in the heart. Abhadra is in the heart. We are lusty and greedy. I want bigger house. I want bigger this thing. I want to show off to others. I want to do this thing. Then what can be done? So this lust and greed has to be destroyed. That happens by Bhagavad Sevya serving a pure devotee. So please understand it's all hallucination. Temporary circumstance. Enemy becomes friend. Friend becomes enemy. Why we are thinking so much? Just maintain the body somehow. So just please try to engage in service of pure devotees, serve Prabhupada nicely. And then lust and greed will vanish from the heart. Then all these things will not bother us. And even materially also things will become very very stable. And even if it does not become stable, it will not bother us. Yes. So if we chant 16 rounds, follow four regulative principles. Question is, do we have to take one more body? It depends whether we are surrendered to Prabhupada or not. If we take shelter of Prabhupada, pure devotee, spiritual master, then chanting 16 rounds becomes effective. Then following four regulative principles becomes effective. Otherwise you chant 100 rounds, nothing will happen. So this process becomes effective because we have taken shelter of a pure devotee of Krishna. So if we are completely surrendered to Prabhupada, that means we have taken initiation from Prabhupada and then we chant 16 rounds, follow four principles, then definitely we don't have to take any more material bodies. If an old person, 83 years, is a devotee, chanting, reading, Bhagavad Gita, Krishna book, but he is not getting association of devotees, how can she advance in Krishna consciousness? What after leaving this world? So the question is, some devotee is 83 years old and she is reading Krishna book, chanting, hearing, but not getting association of devotees. Then, what is the question Prabhu? What will happen? So, next life we will get association of devotees. <laughs> but association of devotees is important, very important. So even though we are 83 year old, we should try, we should, then we will get association of devotees. And uh, association nowadays it's very very easy. 
so suppose we are living in a situation which is far off which is very away we can always have virtual association so association what is association association means bodhayanta parasparam so Prabhupada tells you are living together and there is no time for discussing Krishna consciousness that is called joint mess joint mess means people live together so that they can pool money together they can eat together so that kind of joint mess will not help so association devotee association not just means living together and eating together it means discussing Krishna consciousness so thus by mercy of Prabhupada this association is available for all of us always we can log on there are so many uh, online platforms available so one can take association like this so in this manner and discuss discussion of Krishna consciousness and engaging in service of Krishna under the direction of devotee this is also meaning of devotee association so Krishna consciousness has to be followed as per the order of the displic succession under the guidance of devotees so both things can perfectly be done but physical association we should do we should try to live because if we are not living with devotees then we are living with non-devotees we will take their association so this physical association is also important but if it is not possible now not not now it is possible then try to associate online as much as possible then krishna will arrange that also so we'll finish granth rashi mad bhagavatam ki jay jagat guru shila prabhupad ki